It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Hey Cobbers, from the land down under, this is the Cricket Badger Big Bash Daily Podcast. Whether you're with the Strikers, the Stars or the Sixers, you might be a renegade, enjoy the heat, love the thunder, like a scorcher or prefer hurricanes. Brought to you in association with bluecrocodile.co.uk. Tie your kangaroo down, put another shrimp on the barbie and enjoy the fun. It's gonna be a ripper. Big Bash 10. Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another edition of the Big Bash Daily Podcast. I'm the Cricket Badger, James Butler, and you join us in a rather interesting position. The Heat need 39 more runs to win. There are 26 balls remaining as Daniel Sams comes in, left arm over and bowls to Heaslet, who has just got to his half century. He carves that one away for four behind deep square and the Heat get ever closer to what would be a very, very fine victory for them. Michael Baldwin from the Top Order podcast joins us. He is the Brisbane Heat fan. I've got Ash Turner, who is our Sydney Thunder fan badger. Michael, how are, how are your nerves at the moment? I'm oh, just holding it together barely, James. We're still alive in this one. This is an enthralling encounter and uh, I've got no fingernails left, but we're still alive. 35 more runs to win. This is for the right to play the Perth Scorchers in the, what well, effectively becomes the semi-final then for the right to then meet the Sydney Sixers in the Big Bash final on the 6th of February. Ash, Thunder, I thought actually did really well towards the end to get up to a, a decent target. They're up against it here at the moment with Heaslet uh, finding the fence. Yes, they, they did well to get to that target in the end. They were, let's be honest, really, really struggling and with neither the openers really firing it, it, it wasn't good but cutting got them to a good score they've done well with the ball but yeah he's started turning it on now doing a bit of a Tuatia I think the the term <laughs> for it here a bit of an old Rahul he was fantastic in the IPL I loved his little cameos or more than cameos weren't they to win games for his side um, so we have four overs left 35 runs required you would realistically say the Heat are in the box seat in this one with wickets left and before we get into the, the nitty gritty of this match it's been announced overnight in the UK that Mitch Marsh has been fined $5,000 but not a suspension for his outburst after being dismissed yesterday. Michael, do you think that's a, a, a fairly fair kind of assessment of his crime? 
I think Mitchell Marsh is a little bit lucky that he didn't fall further foul of the match review committee there. It was a pretty obvious and and prolonged dispute with the umpire over his dismissal. Uh, whether or not he felt he didn't nick the ball down the leg side is beside the point. But I feel like he's probably very lucky that he's not missing uh, this semi-final in a couple of days' time. What about you, Ash? We talked about it yesterday on the podcast, but there's no justification, is there, for having that kind of outburst? You sling your bat in the changing room, you have all of your, your four-letter expletives once you're behind closed doors. You don't do it out there in front of the TV cameras and the public. Yeah, there's, there's no excuse for someone as experienced as him reacting like that. It's sort of an understandable reaction because obviously it was a very bad decision, but you don't do it out on, on the pitch. But I think, to be fair, I think they've probably made the right decision. A big fine is probably the right thing to go with. I don't think it'd be right for someone to, to miss a semi-final, miss a big game like that because of that outburst when, let's be honest, it, it was a shocking decision. So I think, I think the big fine was probably the right right decision to go with. We're not going to go down the DRS route again on this podcast. We've spoken about that far too much on this. I think the upshot is Big Bash needs the DRS. That's enough said about that. But Jimmy Pearson swings one away, leg side, over the top for six, and the Heat get ever closer. Pearson's been brilliant for the Brisbane Heat this, this season, Michael, hasn't he? He's come in at quite uh, crunch times and and generally speaking, he stood up to the task. Yeah, and he might not have played had it been for the presence of A.B. de Villiers or even maybe Tom Banton in this Brisbane squad. He might have been relegated to the bench, but uh, stepped into the leadership role when Chris Lynn was unavailable through injury, and he's done an excellent job. He's been much, much more vocal uh, behind the stumps, and even the commentary team noticed this evening how much more vocal he's been behind the sticks for the Brisbane Heat. And he's shown a lot of leadership and a lot of poise with the bat as well, some handy little lower-order innings. And if he can pull this chase off for the Brisbane Heat coming in at number five, he's done an Another excellent job. Bit of a blow for the Perth Scorchers as well. It's a five-day lockdown in that part of Australia, which means that they can't play their next match at home. It's going to be played in Canberra. We've seen in, in the league phase how important the home run was to Perth. Do you think that's going to have a part to play in the next game, regardless of who gets through Heat or the Thunder? They're not going to have to go into Perth's backyards, Ash. Yeah, it's going to make a big difference. Whichever team win, wins this, you're going to go through thinking, right, there's no advantage there for Perth. We are literally 50-50. There's nothing. And I guess really, if you whichever team wins this is going in with the momentum and confidence as well. So I, I think they'll be very happy about that. I don't think there's, there's any doubt about it. And as you say, it's, it's had a big effect, to be fair, on the big bash. And I know there's nothing they could have done about it, but... Yeah, it has had a big effect and whether the table may have looked slightly different had it been a normal season, well, we'll never know. But it's been a great big bash either way. 28 required, 22 balls. Milne comes in to bowl to Heisler to uh, full toss outside the off stump and he tries to smash that through extra cover. Well fielded there, but they go through for one. So 27 from 21. And this has been a good hand played by um, Sam Heisler, uh, Michael, hasn't it? It's uh, uh, There was thoughts he was going to come out and open with Chris Lynn, but he's gone uh, down to number four and he's come in left-hander and he's played a really fine hand for the Brisbane Heat. Yeah, he's caught up well, actually. He started off very, very slowly. And after about 15 or 20 balls, I thought to myself, well, he's going to have to cash in at the back end of this innings or he's going to leave his teammates with too much work to do. But that over from Tanvir Sanger, where he hit a couple of sixes into the stands, really got it going for him. And he's been able to kick on since there. And he's gone from being sort of 15 off 22 to now 60 odd off 40. And he's and he's getting close now to steering his side home. And he's just got a little bit more work to do in the last over of this power play. And, and he will have done a good job if he 
they can get the heat within 10. Ooh, four so. more runs there, full toss. That's a poor ball from Milne. He's bowled really nicely, actually, in the last few games. But Pearson smashes that one away through point. So the heat get ever closer. Winviz, for what it was worth, Ash, a few seconds ago, was saying 90% heat to win. I've started a badge of Viz, which is more realistic. I'd have probably put it more like 80. But maybe with that four, it goes up to 90. Yeah, I think Brisbane Heat are definitely in the driving seat and have been probably for the last over or so. Be very disappointed if you don't chase down what was a below par target anyway from the funder. But yeah, I think now you're probably saying it's 90, 95% maybe chance of the Heat winning. The funder are going to need two very quick wickets in the next few balls. Pulls away through mid-wicket, gets one more to the score. In changing times like these, make a change yourself. Buy your own home. Still living with parents or renting? Why not buy your first property? Mortgage rates are lower than ever. Speak to Blue Crocodile. Blue Crocodile? Yeah, Blue Crocodile. They'll get you the right first time buy a deal by searching the market for the most competitive option for you. They don't bite. They're just straight-talking people like me. Give them a bell or go online. Blue Crocodile. I was thinking earlier, Michael, um, everybody kind of looks at T20 these days and they think about baseball matches, hitting it out the ground, sixes and fours galore. That's what the fans want. But if anything, I actually think fans want this kind of match where if you bowl well, you get your reward, you can take wickets. If you bat well, you can score some runs and there's an even contest between bat and ball. It's been an enthralling contest and ball dominated bat early in both innings. Heat one for one for two and then two for uh, one for four after two overs. And uh, with the ball, uh, both Xavier Bartlett and Mark Stickety were able to dominate the Sydney Thunder batters early on uh, when the ball was swinging and moving around. So it's been a great contest between bat and ball in this match. And you're absolutely right. Sometimes slightly lower scoring games, 160, 165, can prove very, very close with both sides being able to put the squeeze on in the middle overs and a, a thrilling finish coming up here. Yeah, 21 needed from 18 balls, so three overs left here. And if you really get this, the ideal chase, Michael you don't take this to the final over do you you want to kind of big over now they've taken the power surge get a big over in now and kind of take every sort of single doubt out of the equation before you get anywhere near that final six balls yeah I think the Heat are going to have to put on a little bit of a squirt here and see if they can get as close as they possibly can in that 19th over you don't want to be going into the 20th over still needing eight or nine particularly if Sam's or um, or Milne have another over to go I think Sam's has still got one to go here so he's going to be the man for Sydney you would think at the back end of this innings to, to try and put that squeeze on and, and Heat have to go hard now to see if they can get as close as they can with still one over to go. If I'm going to be critical, Ash, the Thunder's bowling over the last sort of three or four overs, probably during this game actually, has been a maybe they've lost their discipline a little bit. There's been a lot of loose balls there that the uh, the batsmen have been able to put away. Yeah, they started off really well, and in fact, I'd say the first probably nine ten overs were really tight. But then they seem to have in the last four or five started giving away quite a few freebies. I think maybe trying a bit too much to hit the perfect ball they seem to be desperate for trying to get wide Yorkers in and stuff and just not quite hitting them and as soon as you don't quite hit a ball like that it's going to get punished at this level and it's going to be a freebie and yeah I think they've just given away probably two balls maybe three balls now but like, it's been easy runs for the Heat Is it too early to ask you this question Michael we've talked about the Heat all the way through this event obviously as we have all the teams and we have them as being maybe the whipping boys at the start of it they've uh, belied that tag they've gone gradually up the table made it into the final five you were happy with that at that stage they won their game against the uh, Adelaide Strikers you were delighted if they could get through this one you're going to be on 
cloud nine, eh? Well, I won't be going the early crow just yet. There's still a lot of work for these heat boys to be done. And with the heat chasing, anything can happen. Uh, so I'm not counting any chickens yet. But I think if they do win this game, Chris Lynn and Marnus haven't really had two big innings yet in this finals. Feel like maybe Lynn's due a big match. He, he played a poor shot to get out today, actually, uh, having hit six and four off the over. So you think they're, they're due for a big game. And if they can get through this one, then I think they'll take a lot of uh, momentum into that game against Perth at the same ground on Thursday. And it's good uh, signs, isn't it? That I mean, these are two of the, the lesser-known players, with all due respect to Pearson and Hazlett. The partnership now worth 73, as that's crashed through the extra cover region for four more by Jimmy Pearson. Uh, Sam's just uh, dropping that one a bit too wide of off-stump there, allowing Pearson to three his arms and send that one through the cover region for four more. Having these two sticking on this partnership, I mean, that's a ma- major feather in their cap. It's a team game, obviously, and they've got everybody standing up. Yeah, both of these guys have stepped up big time. Of course, Sam Heasler has actually played one game for Australia, I believe. I think I was there at the ground when he when he did. Uh, it wasn't uh, wasn't uh, a lot of form into that game. I think he only got one. But yeah, he's a good player and he's he's caught up nicely. He's had a slow start. Uh, but he's he's caught up nicely in the back end of this innings and he's, he's batted really well with Jimmy Pearson, who's had a good tournament, as we've talked about. A rare dot ball there for Sam. 16 of 14 required. Two balls left of this over. And then the next over is a biggie, Ash, isn't it? If they can get uh, a couple of decent balls in here from Sam's and then the penultimate over of the game, if they can try and keep that to maybe five or six, then we have a game on our hands. Yeah, they want to go into that last over trying to defend more than a runner ball. You want to be open to be defending eight, nine, really, maybe 10. If so, the game's on, the pressure's then on on the batsman and they've got to try and get over the ring fielders then so the pressure's a bit more on. But with how well these two are playing, I think they, they should see themselves home quite comfortably. They've been really good and probably the difference has been the fact that there's been two middle-order players for the Heat that have took the time, got themselves in and gone on to get a decent score, whereas I think that was where the Thunder struggled. They st- got a start, but never really capitalised on it. Really nice little shot that from Pearson, just using his wrist to just dot it through the leg side, through the square leg region. Took enough power off the ball to come back for two. So it's 14 off 13. Final ball of this 18th over as Sams comes in to bowl to Pearson. And that's uh, full pitched and just nudged into the leg side. They're going to think about coming back for two again. Sams chases after it and they get home. That's really good, clever batting, Michael, from Pearson there. Just taking the weight off the ball for those last two shots, picking up four from those final two balls. Of that, Sam's over. Again, we talk about fours and sixes, but sometimes a little bit of guile like that counts for a lot. Absolutely. Running between wickets is massive in T20 cricket. It's not all big hits and boundaries. Deft placement and good, strong running between wickets and backing up from the bowler's end from that non-striker. Instrumental in the heat getting home there. That's great running. Badges are furry creatures. 85% of women badges think bad grooming is a major turn-off. 80% of women badges think men should trim below the belt. 89% of men think good grooming is essential to the professional success. Don't just dismiss it out of hand. Get on there, manscaped.com. Check out their great range of male grooming accessories. Hygiene, appearance, attractiveness, confidence. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com, together we save balls.
12 balls left of this game and it's do or die now for both of these sides obviously at this stage of this big bash if you lose a game you go home the Sydney Thunder on a knife edge in terms of this tournament plenty of uh, chat at the top of uh, Milne's mark here as how he's going to try and tackle the next six balls because these you think Cash are the the important balls as we said this penultimate over it's often the crucial one isn't it if uh, Heat get away they can win the game in the next six if uh, the Thunder put in a really tight over here they can squeeze it and really put pressure on yeah the penultimate over is always key it's always talked about trying to get it done in that over or get it as close to done as possible because anything can happen in the last over I think you've just got to hope Ian Milne finds his form from the last couple of games and not the last over, really. And he goes and restricts them to just a couple of runs, three or four, really, is what is what they've got to be aiming for. And if they could get a wick, you can get a new man in, that'd be perfect. But they just need to keep it as tight as possible. 12 off 12, then, as Milne comes into Bolter Hazlett. And he swung that one away, leg side. He's got all of that one, and that's four runs. And that takes the pressure off the heat. At the start of this penultimate over, it takes the runs required down to eight from 11 balls. And uh, Sam Hazlett is playing a really fantastic innings for his team here. He swung that one away. It was a poor ball though again Ash wasn't it from Milne it just dropped it short and allowed Heasler all the time in the world to kind of just drop back and put that one away yeah you can't be dropping one in short really there I think he needs to get a bit fuller on that there and yeah it's just it's just for someone like Heasler that just seems like a bit of a freebie again which is especially when you're like downfall. I mean he's seeing it like a football now isn't he so he's anything that's remotely loose he's going to be seizing upon yeah anything as you say he's seeing it like a beach ball he's, he's loving anything loose like that so it's not what you want from what he was really your star overseas bowler you want you want him to be pinpointed at this moment in time and that just isn't really good enough sadly well he's moves to 69 from 47 and it's 8 required from the final 11 balls of this game Milne comes in to try and repair some of that damage from that previous delivery he bowls now to Heasley who's swung that one away it's gone high has it got enough on it it's dropped into the hat no he's dropped it He's put it down. It's Tanvir Sanger again, who uh, dropped one, I think, earlier on at short third man. And that's potentially crucial, isn't it? Yeah, I know you've raved about him all the way through this tournament. I mean, it's a tough ta- that was a tough catch because he was having to dive forward, coming in from the uh, deep square boundary. It's those kind of little incidents there. If you can pull off a blinder, Michael, they're the things that change games. Yeah, close games. You need to take all of your opportunities. That was a tough chance coming in off the boundary. But uh, in a big game, you really need to take all of your opportunities. And now Brisbane are in a a situation where they can just take ones. All they need is bat on ball now and they can manipulate the field and work it around and they can get these last few in in singles if they need to. Uh, But another boundary would be very useful at this point. He just hurt himself there, Tanvir Sanger. I don't know if he's going off the park there because his palm was just a little bit of blood on it there. I don't know if he cut himself on the seam of the balls. He squeezed it into the turf or whatever. But he's uh, in a little bit of paint Callum Ferguson trying to manoeuvre the field around out there to keep the Sydney Thunder in this big bash Pearson's 37 not out Heasler is 70 not out 152 for 3 7 more runs required for the right to take on the Perth Scorchers in what effectively is a semi-final in this big bash Mill has 3 balls left of this penultimate over and it's Pearson on strike he comes uh, over the wicket bowls and that's short outside the off stump missed by the batsman dot ball that's like Goldust isn't it in this kind of situation Situation. Ash, you need to get as many of those as you can. And just changing the pace there a little bit, Milne and, and Fox Pearson. Yeah, I think changing the pace and has been key and was what was working earlier. So I think it's what we've got to try and go with now. And they just need to try and get a few, a few dots now to finish off the over to get out of it. But I think Tanvir Sanger, he's been brilliant, but that that's a big drop. And to be honest, I would, I would expect most players at this level to be taking that catch. And I think his fielding is the one thing that lets the young lad down from 
this BBL. But he's been brilliant other than that. And I think it maybe would have been a little bit too little too late anyway. Another dot ball. Another short ball outside the off-stump. Took the pace off again. Pearson couldn't get bat on ball. So seven off eight now, Michael. And... Uh, Gets a little bit nervous again, doesn't it? Yeah, nerves starting to creep back in. All I said, just bat on ball and take the ones, but they haven't been able to do that the last two balls. It's been good bowling from Milne, a good comeback there to change that length up, hard length to hit that. Milne is executing really well on the back end of this over. It's uh, all vital. Every ball now vital in this big bash. This is uh, now three teams left in the competition after this game as Milne bowls again. Full toss swung away by Pearson. I think he's got all of that one. It's gone all the way to the deep square fence. I think it might have just landed short of the boundary. It might be a four, but that is a big, big shot from Jimmy Pearson. It was a full delivery. He was going for the Yorker. He swung it away over deep square. Now, did that just pitch in front of the boundary? I think it just maybe met it on the half volley or the Toblerone on the full. What's your verdict there, Michael? Let's have a a look. Just getting it now. That's a six, I think. Six runs. Yeah. Yep. That's six runs. Hit the Toblerone on the full. That's six runs. Well, those two, in in a chase like this, that extra two is absolutely crucial. That's hit it right on the, the full doesn't it? So one more run required by the Brisbane Heat to take them through to play the Perth Scorchers. We'll have three teams left. Sydney Sixers already in the final, awaiting either Perth or the Brisbane Heat. Darren Lehman waiting rather nervously. I'm sure the nerves are probably a little bit less now. You would imagine they'd be able to run one. The scores are level, obviously. If it's seven dot balls, we go to a super over. I would imagine that Jimmy Pearson will be trying to sort out this next delivery. 43 not out he is. Sam Heasler, 70 not out. One short of victory. Callum Ferguson having a major conversation in the middle of the uh, oval at the moment because because um, they are one ball away from being eliminated from this competition. The Brisbane Heat uh, bench looking a lot happier than the, the Thunder bench as we speak. And uh, Mill is about to come into bowl the seventh from last, or potentially the last ball of this game. He just uh, gets halted by Pearson, who has a look around the offside field. Comes in now over the wicket to bowl to Pearson, who <laughs> tries to swing that one away leg side. He misses. It's a dot ball. We do get to that final over, but with one required, Michael, I think we can start looking at a Brisbane Heat win now can't we oh no not yet James come on there's still <laughs> there's still lots of cricket to go on this there's still a twist in the tail left left yet for Brisbane uh, they're a wobbly old chasing side but they're they're close to home now Ash Michael not calling it just yet are you yeah I'm calling it I think the Brisbane Eater won comfortably in the end made a bit of hard work obviously early on but comfortable win for them I would say uh, and ju- just quickly before we see this ball so you got about 20 seconds Sydney Thunder season threatened a lot of good had a few bad bits along the way but overall it's been a, an entertaining ride yeah really good season when the opening batsman when Alex Hales fires they're exceptional when he doesn't I think they may be just short in the bowling department could maybe do with a slightly better option than McAndrew or Dog I would say yeah they they lost the top three we talked about this game beforehand didn't we and saying that Kawaja Hales and Ferguson at the top end were crucial and none of them really did anything for them to date and they had to rely on some late order hitting as well so hasn't been Sydney Thunder's day they've been entertaining to watch though but Alex Hales will bow out he's currently top of the uh, the run scoring charts but he will have a chance of being overhauled by Josh Felipe who will be playing in that final and could overhaul him with a score of about 40 I think it is uh, somewhere in that region Josh Felipe could find himself as the leading scorer of the tournament it's going to be Doggett to bowl the final over or potentially the final ball of this game as it's uh, Heasler who is 
is on strike and he swings that one away leg side he gets plenty of bat on that one it runs away down to the deep square fence and that is it the Heat have won by seven wickets Darren Lehman slaps a few hands in the Brisbane Heat dugout Sam Heaslett fantastic knock from him he finishes 74 not out he embraces with Jimmy Pearson out there in the middle and that is a famous victory for the Brisbane Heat Michael Wow the Brisbane Heat are still alive in this BBL 10 playoff race I can't believe it it's it's almost unbelievable that at the start of the season you would look at that Brisbane Heat lineup and and look at the lineups of the rest of the sides and go well this one's going to go into the final three and they have Sydney Sixers the Perth Scorchers and inexplicably the Brisbane Heat are still alive in BBL 10 I'm beside myself with happiness I get one more appearance on the podcast at least that means um, and and my Brisbane Heat are still alive in this competition I, I could scarcely believe it well you get two don't you because we're having a, a, a big group party after the final so you're invited back for that as well so uh, you have put your way in for bed and breakfast all the way through these playoffs now with the Brisbane Heat doing so well it's a brand new year and it's time to get your finances in order. Is your mortgage deal ending in the next six months? It's time to use bluecrocodile.co.uk to snap up a new deal. Blue Crocodile will search the market to get you the cheapest possible deal. The people to visit for the best mortgages for you. Bluecrocodile.co.uk I'm going to call it for us, bluecrocodile.co.uk. Player of today's game has got to be Sam Heasler. Is there any opposition from either of you two for that nomination? None Absolutely from me. not. Yeah, he's played brilliantly, hasn't he? It's a knock that he'll remember for some time because at some stages in that chase, it was not looking particularly easy. But 162 for three takes on the Thunders, 158 for eight. And obviously the Brisbane Heat win by seven wickets. Hazlett, 74 not out. Pearson, 43 not out. We saw some good runs from the Sydney Thunder. Ben Cutting was very, very powerful towards the end 34 not out from 18 from him but it proved not enough for the Sydney Thunder they go home thank you very much for their entertainment and the Brisbane Heat they ride on to play the Perth Scorchers in the Challenger final for the right to play the Sydney Sixers in the final one last word from you Michael on this uh, podcast today you're obviously delighted with uh, the recent form of the Brisbane Heat can they win this thing Oh, why not why not (laughs) I've I've doubted them all the way up until this point I believe in them now He's starting to believe, listeners. That's when it gets dangerous. That is the hope that kills you in all kinds of sports. And Michael's starting to feel that hope. Thank you very much, Ash and Michael, for joining me today. That was a really good game, I think, today. Ash, commiserations to you. And Michael, many congratulations. Thank you, James. Commiserations, Ash. It's been a great season from the Sydney Thunder and lots of exciting players for the future for you guys, that's for sure. Cheers. Yeah, I think the future looks good for the Thunder and hopefully the Heat can go and pull off a bit of a shot now and get themselves into into the final. That's against my Perth side. We can't be having that, Ash. We can't be having that. Thank you, everybody out there for listening as well. Um, keep tuned to these Big Bash dailies. We go through all the way through every day to the final on the 6th of February. The Big Bash is hotting up to so stick with us as we enjoy that ride through to the final. I've been James, the Cricket Badger. Thanks to bluecrocodile.co.uk for their support of these podcasts. I'll see you again tomorrow. Big Bash 10. Thanks for listening. We'll bring you another edition of the Cricket Badger Big Bash Daily Podcast in association with bluecrocodile.co.uk tomorrow. See you then. Sports Social Podcast Network. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. 
Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.